What's up, party people? Happy Thursday. This is Ian Lenhart coming at you from Miami, Florida to let you know that it is a damn good day to have a damn good day. And this podcast is coming at a very timely moment. This is the first podcast of 2022. So excited. The guest is outrageously phenomenal. But before we jump into that, let's talk about New Year's. New Year's is amazing. I love New Year's. Behind Christmas, New Year's was my favorite holiday. So I've just been all smiles for the past two X weeks. But what I love about New Year's is it's like society's way of saying, hey, listen, let's leave all that drama, all that bad work behind us in the past and let's move forward. I saw this recent clip by Joe Rogan, the legend, and he said, who you are today is who you are today. Everything in the past is who you were in the past. It's not who you are today. So the question is, is who are you going to become in the next year? What are you going to do? What are you going to change? And the most basic component of doing that is making New Year's resolutions, making actual New Year's resolutions that you're going to look back on in 2023 and say, did I get these done? For what I did, I made 10, 10 solid resolutions for my life, my business, my health, right? So I have business goals, I have investing goals, and I have just fun play goals. Like a fun play goal is I wanna be able to spearfish. I wanna be able to go down to 50 feet on one breath and stay down there for 60 seconds and then be able to come up and be able to have the capacity in my lungs to be able to do that. I wanna be an excellent dog owner. Your boys get in a dog and I am so fired up. A 90 pound Bucerin, it's gonna be a beast, but he's gonna be very well trained and I'm gonna hopefully be an amazing dog owner. That's my new year's resolution. Write down the resolution that you want to succeed. If you don't write down your goals, nothing's going to happen. Use this as the impetus. If I ask you, what are your goals for 2022? And you don't have them written down. Chances are you're not doing much, right? You're not going in the right direction. Once you know your goal, you can work backwards to get there and you can identify the skills and the people that you have to meet and connect with in order to get and gain those skills. So your goal and your task for this podcast, you can stop right now and write them down or you can finish the podcast is to write out your 10 goals of 2022 and get to work. And now for episode 130 of the Damn Good Day Show. First of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has been following you know, me and our team for so long. I mean, we've just come such a long way and I'm so grateful for the type of people we can bring on the show. One of them being today's guest, Joven Wade. He's an actor. He's a businessman. He is a social media superstar and he's one of my good friends. Joven has just always been such an inspiration to me. You might know him as Cyborg on Doom Patrol. Uh, he's an amazing actor. He's built an amazing production company. We're going to jump into all of those things. But more than that, Joven's just like a really good person. He's the type of person that he's got your back. If you have anything, if you ever needed anything and you're Joven's friend, he would, you know, break his leg to help you. And I love surrounding myself with good people like that. And I implore you to do that. To have great friends, I love the lesson that you need to be a good friend. And Joven is a fantastic friend. So I'm super excited to jump into this. So turn up the volume, get on the treadmill, jump in the car, because for the next hour, we're locked in. We're making these New Year's goals happen. Episode 130 of the Damn Good Day Show feed featuring Joven Wade. Let's jump into it. And we're live. Joven Wade, Len Jones in the building. Let's go. What's up, brother? We're here. I'm so excited you're here. I know there's a million things that you're doing every single day, which I'm blown away at how you're able to manage your time. (laughs) Oh, thank you, bro. When you you have to, you have to, you know? And I think that over the time, you kind of learn that you can't, be hands-on on everything. I, I can now start things, but I, I can't always finish them, not by myself anyway. And delegation is key. So yeah, man, teams, 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 teams. So happy to be here. 
always make time for you, bro. And so I'm looking forward to it. I'm so grateful. And it's great how just kind of our friendship has blossomed over the past, you know, four years. It started at Planet Home. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, bro. Yeah, literally. Planet Home. It's mad. I think it's worth mentioning just to the audience that Planet Home is this conservation event in San Francisco. And one time, rewind, I was at Tender Greens with my friend Sky, Guy Sky, Sky Warrenchek. And there are all these like really happy people like leaving this yoga place behind us. So there was a girl that came by. I said, hey, excuse me, why is everyone so happy? Right. And that girl ended up being Sky Cowens. And then Sky ended up becoming homies with me. And she told me she was going to this conference and she's like, you should go. So I just said, screw it. I'll go. I bought a general admission ticket and just flew to San Francisco by myself. Knew no one because she was filming. And I just went to this conference at that conference. I ran into Daniela Fernandez, who is Forbes 30 under 30 star of the SO Alliance. She's amazing. She was on the podcast. She was leaving and she gave me her VIP badge. So that's what got me into the back. And then one thing or another, I met Joven, I met you and uh, we just hit it off because we were both in Vima and just the vibes were there. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy how little sequences can just add up to such amazing things. And I had no idea that that's even how like your journey of getting there. That's wild. Um, and also just the vibration, like, it just goes to show you, man, like your vibration, when you hit on a certain level, certain vibration, you attract, you connect and, and all the dots connect. And even like Sky, Karen, she's, she's amazing. And obviously I got to meet her at Planet Home as well. And for me, I went to an event with my, my boy, Brendan. And then um, I met uh, one of the CEOs and he was just like, look, I love what you're doing. Come to my event out of the blue, I was like, you know, why not? You know, I'm into this stuff. And um, it sounds like there's gonna be a bunch of like-minded people. And so let's do it. And I remember the first conversation that we had, we was literally, uh, we were waiting to go somewhere. And um, I can't remember where, where we were going, but we was outside waiting to go somewhere. And we just connected, just started talking. Can't even remember what it was about or why. Um, but yeah, we just started talking. And off the back of that, then started getting to know each other. And then we connected on the whole Vima thing. And, and here we are, bro, four years later, so. Yeah, let's freaking go. And there's, all, <laughs> there's so many people that in this world that are ambitious, have a lot of goals, have a lot of dreams, right? You know, there's so much ideas in the world, but the word is always execution. And something that I thought was, was always fascinating about you, your ability to execute and put things into play. A lot of people see you as the actor of Doom Patrol and like all this like big glamour stuff. But I know you, that's only a fraction of, of the things you do. That's like the gateway drug to Jove and Wade. I mean, you have so many, your business tentacles stretch all over. And it started, I believe, with Wall of Comedy a long time ago, right? Yep, yep, exactly. That was, that was my first official company. Um, and the transcendent of that was from Mandem on the Wall. So Mandem on the Wall was my first ever show. It was an online show that I created uh, 10 years ago now. Christmas Eve 2021 was the 10-year anniversary. Um, so yeah, literally had that, uh, come out and that was, I've always been about, you know, creating solutions for any problems that I find in life for myself, for anyone else, for anything. And so the big problem I had back then was the fact that I couldn't get the opportunities that I wanted as an actor. And so I said to myself, how can I create my own opportunity? So Man on the Wall was created. It blew up. It ended up, you know, doing millions of views online, got made into a TV show. And then off the back of that. I then ended up saying, okay, well, there must be so many others out there trying to do the same. How can we create and, uh, and pave a way for them? So then Wall of Comedy was created, a comedy network for other like-minded individuals that were trying to do the same thing. And then everything else dispersed, all the productions, all of entertainment, all of talent as, there of, there as of a result of that. So um, yeah, man. 
So you wanted to get seen. So you figured out a way to hack yourself into getting seen. That's it. That's it. Literally. It was like, well, how, how can I re reverse engineer, um, you know, what it means to be able to be uh, on center stage. And if they won't take me because I'm not the guy right now, or I don't have that enough velocity behind me, how can I create that velocity? So literally used, you know, as you said, hacked, hacked into the mindset of what was going to have people view the show. And back then in 2011, there was something called the London riots, which was um, similar to the black lives matter movement that happened recently with George Floyd, but, a guy called Mark Duggan in the UK. And we literally created our first episode about that, knowing people were going to be searching about the London riots. And as a result of that, it picked up crazy traffic and people actually liked the show. And so millions of views were viewed and, and um, the rest was history. But it's interesting too, that you knew you had talent, even though other people weren't seeing it. Do you feel that just growing up, you were just like, when you look in the mirror, you're just like, look at that man. That man is, that's a, that's a million dollar man right there. We got to get this, <laughs> we got to get this person on camera. Like, did you just know that you had the skills and capabilities or were you just really excited about it and you kept putting yourself out there? Yeah, for me, it was, I, I always, um, the skills is one thing, right? I, for me, it's more so the, the, uh, the belief, right? And there is, there is, there has always been a belief that I've had so strong that I could be and could achieve whatever I wanted to achieve. Therefore, you end up doing everything that you need to do in order to be able to match the vibration to execute on that. So, you know, you've got like Pop Idol and The X Factor and America's Got Talent, all these shows that people come onto and they're like, I want to be a star. And they genuinely believe that they can be that star and achieve whatever they want to achieve. And you can, but you have to match that with the vibration. So is your talent at the level of which you want it to be in order to be able to you know, acquire and manifest where you want to be in that career? If not, then you go, you go away and you work on that. So I believe these things, but I had to go away and work on, you know, join one of the, the biggest acting schools in the UK, build my craft, get that knowledge, get that expertise to be able to match the skill set with my belief system in order to be able to manifest that. In terms of just being in front of the camera with acting school, do you think acting school, like if I wanted to be an actor today and I wanted to become the next Joven, obviously, like you mentioned, you had to put yourself out there and, and get yourself noticed. Does going to actor school, is that like a solid first step for people? Or do you think a lot of it is making your own gig, making yourself get noticed or figuring out a way to just be in someone's face? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, I think you know, there's two levels to it, right? Because there is, there's the craft and you have to, you know, uh, brush up and build on your craft. Like, regardless of what it is, you have to do that. And so going to the acting school that I went to or any other acting school or well, anything else, it has to be done. Then secondary, then it was about executing and building off the back of that. But yeah, you, you, you have to learn the craft. So you don't have to necessarily go to the acting school I went to or that anyone else has gone to, but you have to find a tutor and you have to learn the craft 100%. I talked about this idea of just your business tentacles, right? Like your brain's always churning. You're thinking about, I mean, you have this production company and you're, you're creating these different skits and, and prioritizing your time. I know I remember one of the, one of, this is completely off topic. I remember when I first went to your, your party in LA, I was like, dude, this is one of the nicest spots I've ever seen in terms of like a bachelor pad for a young dude. I like that you were able to <laughs> take you. your vision and just put it into reality. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're a visionary. Like you, you, when you paint something in your head, you seem to just be able to capture that and portray it on a camera. And that's a very huge skill. Thank you, bro. I think, you know, I have, I have skills and, and things that I use to help me to execute on these things, you know, and um, 
One of those things is working backwards. So one skill that I always do, which helps people is I always work backwards. So wherever it is that I want to end up, I work out, you know, where that is that I want to be and all of the steps that I need to do in order to get there, which helps me work out where to start. So for example, I want to be an actor and I want to be in Hollywood and I want to be in, movie, in movies and TV shows. So to be in a movie, it means that I would have had to have been cast in a movie. To be cast in a movie, it means that I would need to have an agent. To have an agent, it means that I would need to have a showreel. To have a showreel, it means that I would need to have acted in a bunch of things, it, whether it be things that someone's got me or that I've created myself to be able to get that, that, that agent. So then I have to create those projects. To create those projects, I need to find a team. To find a team, I have to meet people and go to events to find you know, the right people. To go to events, I need an event buyer or I need some kind of event, uh, you know, a website that's going to show me where these events are. To do that, I need the internet. To get the internet, I need $30, $40 a month. To get $30, $40 a month, I need to do a paper round or work at a bar or whatever. To get a paper round, I need to go get a job. And then to get a job, I need a CV. So that tells me that number one is I need to write a CV. Now I know where to start. And so based on being able to know where to start, I know where I can end up. And then I just follow those steps. And then I go forward and forward and forward until I get to the point where I've then executed on whatever it is. And that's how I live out everything that I try to execute on and that I try to build, you know? I love that because it's just like taking a step a day and making progress towards the end goal. My friend Bob Heilig once said, B minus work changes lives. Meaning I feel mm -hmm. like so much time people just overthink the process of getting started and just getting going with that, just sending out the application and doing the work. You know, people always talk about it, but don't talk about it. Just start doing it and then people will respect it. I think it's so interesting. Do you ever feel like you get into an overthinking loop and do you have anything that you do to kind of get out of it? Yeah, I do get in an overthinking loop at times for sure. Um, like, for example, for me, some things would be that as you start to grow and progress, you, you, you can lose track of your inner child, right? And the first version of you that started, that was fearless, that just, you know, just didn't care about anything and, and just did whatever it is that you wanted to do. Then as you start to grow, you start thinking, oh, I wonder what they're going to think if I do that based on who I've now become or how is that going to be perceived or, you know, and you start going over in your head why and how you shouldn't do things that when you was younger, you would just execute and do with, without even having any thought. So one thing that I do now is I try to, you know, do exercises to try and rid as much ego as possible. I feel like ego is one of the biggest killers to creativity because it doesn't serve the creative, it just serves self, right? And so I try to uh, remind myself, I often look at images or I also keep a diary from, you know, 10, 12 years ago up until now. And I look back in that, how did I feel at that moment when I was doing those things? And I go back and I'll read what I wrote at that time, watch, look at videos, pictures and, access that version of myself that was fearless that would always do these things and these are things that always help me to to build upon um and to just to rid any ego to rid any version of myself that isn't progressive to who i need to be and also i think one of the biggest things is it's all about helping people right like people are looking at um how do i become rich how do i get more money how do i and everything is uh it's an equal and opposite reaction for every action so the more people you help is the more that your value will rise. And the more that your value rises is the more that that will rise in monetary value or resource value or whatever it is that you give. So I always try to focus on how do I help more people from creating my online comedy platform to my talent management agency, to my production company, to now creating my, my, my fitness app. You know, how am I helping people? And the more that we help is the more that we're gonna be able to receive. So that's my mantra. 
Man, I love it. I love the message of just wanting to be a kid again. Like my buddy, Dan, Dan Hunt out in Williamsburg, shout out, uh, just a super genius. He's well above his age. Uh, he, he's like always posting all this like stuff where it's him and all his like super successful tech startup folks. And they're like having slumber parties. And like the other day, he's like, yeah, we're doing a snowball fight at Saturday at 2 p.m. And they go out and they're just having a snowball fight. And he messages me. He's just like, I just want to be a kid again, man. You know, I just want to <laughs> feel like, you know, just no Fs in the world. You want to go play. You want to go have fun. Because it's like at the end of the day, like if you can have all of the success in people, but your mental health comes down to like, do you enjoy life? Or do you enjoy the people you surround yourself with? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's And that's what's most important, man, is like happiness, right? if you if you're not happy then for me personally like it's not worth it so I'm always trying to find ways and you know you hear those quotes like you know being at the top is great but being at the top by yourself is 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 shitty it's not it's not great it's not where you want to be and so I always try and find ways to put myself in a position where I can be like okay in 10 in 20 in 30 years time when I'm at the peak of where I want to be who's going to be around me and am I going to be happy being there with the people that are going to be there. And if not, how do I make sure that I bring those people with me? How do we help each other? How do we, you know, create and find that happiness and that resource in continuously serving and giving that is what gives us back what we need in order to be able to serve ourselves and be happy and keep moving forward, bro. So yeah, man, it's, it's, it's key. It's everything. Yeah. You have a great squad too. When you guys came to Miami recently, it's like, you can just tell that your friends love you and you love your friends, you know? And yeah. I, I've always respected that about you. I love, like, I just get along with people that have that mentality. If someone asked me once, like, how do you make, to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. Like, that's yeah. how it is. And then if it's, you do that for a long period of time, you create best friends, you know? <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's heart. Like, you know, people often tell me, oh, you have such a big heart. And that's, that's, that's what I feel like attracts people. And that's, it's just the giving. And I think, in order to be able to do that and to have a heart that, that allows you to give and allows you to connect, you have to value yourself. You have to have confidence in who you are and value uh, and know yourself. Because often, you know, you get people that are, they find it difficult to connect or to give because there's this whole kind of crabs in a bucket mentality. If I give you, or if I put an actor onto that casting director, then that means there's going to be less jobs for me. No, there isn't. You, you know that your value is your value and you're going to be able to be where you're going to be regardless because your pathway is clear. Everything in your life was already set out for you before you even got there. And as a result of that, you just have to do what you do. Be confident in yourself. Be confident in who you are, what you are, and what you're here to do. And understand that everyone is specific and unique in their ability to serve in this world. And once you can grasp that, you give freely. You, you, you accept freely. You are just open to new relationships, to trusting, to you know, giving. And, and if you can't get around that and you can't really you know, you're going to cripple yourself. And so I often encourage people to really focus on that. And that's what allows you to open up your heart. And, and thereof, people will open up their hearts to you. Love is the answer, bro. Love is the answer, brother. It's the abundance <laughs> mentality. It's so true. And I felt like even when I was back in Vima days, like this was like the first lesson, which is, side note, BK Barreco is like my homie. We've, we've gotten dinner the past, we got dinner twice in the past two weeks. Each time he's gone Crazy. to Miami. Yeah. And I love hanging out with him because it was that mentality that was imparted on so many people. And I, I just think that the, the, when you finally get opened to the, the realization that there are so many people less talented, 
less, you know, attractive or maybe less hardworking than you that are insanely successful in following their dreams because they're not scared to try and be consistent. It just changes mm-hmm. your whole perspective. And I feel like too many people have just never had that wake up call or that chance to be able to see and surround themselves with great people. Mm. That's it. I think even, you know, trying to, your network is your net worth and, you know, show me who your, your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Like, we don't realize how much our environment and the people that are around us rubs off on us. And that dictates who you are, whether you like it or not. And I've even been in instances where I've been around certain people. I've been around even friends that I know are, are, are not in a great headspace. And you spend too much time, you, you start to take in that same mentality or, you know, if you're not filling up your cup enough and you're emptying your cup so much to, to pour onto others, then you get to the point where you can get depleted. And then as a result thereof, you can start to be infiltrated by messages, by things that are not of you, that are not serving you. And so it's really important to be around those people that are gonna serve you. And if you're hanging around four millionaires, chances are you're gonna be the fifth. Hanging around four people that have a great mindset, chances are you're gonna be the fifth. And so always trying to keep that mantra and keep that vibration as high as possible. And you just be in a world of manifestation, click your fingers, put in the work and everything will come to you. Yeah. And if you're not surrounded by those people, you can listen to them. You can just like listen exactly. to their podcast, listen to their audio, listen to their, get their training, just get them in your ear. You don't have to be physically surrounded. Like people say, Oh, I need a mentor. Like, Oh, how can I get a new mentor? Yo, my biggest mentors are like books and YouTube videos. People that like, I'm going to be around and I'm going to get an opportunity and we're probably going to be friends. But at this stage, I haven't even had the chance to meet these people, but I read their books. I watch their interviews. I connect with their podcasts, you know what I mean? And, and find ways of being able to connect to that mindset and, f- and fill my subconscious with the things that I want to be and believe in consciously. So yeah, you don't have to be around them. You can just soak in wherever you can get it. I love that. And a little bit of a segue. I we recently experienced my favorite holiday of the year besides Christmas, New Year's. I love New Year's personally. I just think there's something so fresh about New Year's. Like all of your shitty habits from the previous year, you're like, you know what? I'm a new man, baby. I'm waking up and I'm going to flex these wings. I'm going to stop door dashing all of my food. I'm going to only do it once a day instead of twice a day. You know, I'm going to hit this much revenue. I'm going to invest this much. My business is going to be here. So, I mean, I just did like my 10 goals of 2022 and it's been great because it helps work backwards on how to get those, right? So- what are your thoughts on New Year's and New Year's resolutions? Or do you believe in New Year's? Do you like New Year's? What are your thoughts there? I love New Year's. I love New Year's. And um, I'm also a fan of New Year's resolutions, but I'm a bigger fan of resolutions, period. Right? And why I say that is because it's easy for someone to say, oh, you know, like, what's, all with, what's with all of this New Year, New Me, and blah, 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 blah. But my, my mentality is, okay, it's results driven, right? It's, um, it's matter of fact, it's what are you trying to get to? And if the new year puts you in a position that your mind is altered in a way that it gives you a new perspective and energy to be able to then attack and push on your goals, then that could never be a bad thing. What can be a bad thing is that you would always wait for the new year in order for you to do that. But let the new year be a part of that, a part of your mantra, a part of your, your societal goals in, in order to be able to, for, you know, for what you want to achieve. Because I use quarterly um, targets, right? So I have, a, I have new quarter, new me, right? So pretty much like every three months, I'll be in a place where I'm like, okay, cool. 
I want to achieve X, Y, and Z. This is what I'm going to tackle. This is what I'm going to achieve. So let's call it Easter. Let's call it summer. Let's call it, um, uh, you know, winter. And let's call it the new year. But whatever it is, I take these opportunities to say and to be like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is where I'm going to be. And so new year, yeah, I love it because it's, it's another opportunity to do that. But don't let that be the only opportunity. That's your next CRM app, new quarter, new me. That's it. That's a fire it. name. <laughs> Speaking of apps, I recently downloaded your beautiful creation, Wade's Workout. If you follow Joven, your dudes just get an absolute brolic. You hang out Thank with you, just bro. jack dudes, and now all of a sudden you're super jack, so you're proud That's of your it. environment. <laughs> yeah, there we go, bro. There we go. But it's cool, man. You put together this amazing platform. I'd love for you to tell people about it. I just think it's it's really great. There's a lot of workout apps up there, but you've done such a good job with creating the content, creating customized plans. Um, it, it's fantastic. And you really just launched, right? Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, literally just launched officially the 6th of January. New year, new me, new opportunities. I knew that it was going to be a big opportunity for people that you know are, are working on um, a new mindset. And as a result of that, new body, you know, um, and a new opportunity really. So yeah, Wade's workout um, with Train Ever Hard, AKA WWXTEH. It's a, a program, a workout program, but not just a workout physically, but, um, you know, mentally and also dietary. It's an opportunity for you to be able to work with us, myself and my personal trainer, Lorenzo Everhard, which uh, he's actually the person that helped me transform my body when I went from um, you know, the purge to them playing cyborg and I needed to get crazy jacked. And I've been working with him for the last four years. And so I took on all these things that I'd learned and said, look, if I can do this over this period of time and using what I've learned with Lorenzo, then, then there's no reason as to why we can't work together in order to be able to create something for everyone else. So yeah, WWXTEH, Wade's Workout with Train Ever Hard is a fitness program that does personalized meal plans, um, personalized dietary, anything that you need, you know, all dietary requirements considered, whether you're vegan, whether you're uh, a carnival, whatever it is that you want to eat, as well as personalized um, fitness programs. So whether you want to build muscle, uh, you want to, you know, lose weight, whether you want to maintain, whatever it is, we've got personalized programs, you set whatever your goals are, and we give you the exact plan that's going to get you there, not just physically, not just dietary, but also mentally. With Wade's Wisdom, we also have videos for your mental health and mental well-being, because we understand that, look, it's so easy, as we've just been talking about, for you to be able to get into a rhythm in the new year and then come middle of February or, or early March, you start to fall off like everyone does. And you need that mindset. You need those, those videos, that, that, that edifying content to help you to keep pushing and doing what you want to do and keep you know, hitting those goals. So it just launched you know, just over a week ago now. You can get it on the App Store, on Apple, on Google Play Store. And yeah, just literally head over to www.xteh.com and we got you guys, man. And that's the thing. It just goes back to what we were saying. You want to surround yourself with people that are making moves that are successful. This is a great example of being able to surround yourself with someone like Joven, who's just like, listen up, y'all. Get your ass out of bed. You got these dreams to continue. You want to make this thing happen. We got to get started now for six months to show results. So I really like that. And too, one thing I want to touch on is being able to manage your time to do work and play. So I know you're into like jujitsu and, and you're doing some of that stuff. I like whenever you pull out the boxing mitts in your, in your backyard near the pool, it's like such a vibe. 
So I, re- I recently got into spear fishing and I'm obsessed with it. Spear fishing is like Sick. the most gangster hobby. Like when you get a house in Miami, you're going to come spear fishing with me. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Jump in the water at like sunrise and you're just down there with a spear gun. It's you and the fish and, and you eat the fish. It's just, it's primal. It's so rewarding and, and you can always get better. The point is, is I've been spear fishing about once a week. I'm trying to get to twice a week, uh, but it's literally made me such a happier person because I'm doing something I love. I found something I love. And I try to do that early in the morning. And then afterwards, you know, by 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm at a Starbucks. I'm just working. I'm getting my stuff done. And I have a great day. What have you found is important for your health, mental health, back to being a kid mentality in terms of doing things you love while making sure you're getting your work done and not leaving, you know, any water out of either bucket? I like to start my day with with peace and quiet and understanding that gratitude is one of the most important things. So I am very spiritual. I'm someone who I personally believe in God and believe in a creator. And so I take the first like 35, 40 minutes of my day just to write down everything that I am grateful for, everything that's in my life that I have now that has been given to me to be able to create more abundance and more wealth. So I just thank thank God for everything, everything in my life. And I write it all down. Um, you know, physically with a pen and paper. I think there's something about this era of, you know, internet and laptops, et cetera. There's something about pen to paper and feeling what you're putting out there is an energy behind it. So I write it out with pen and paper. And then I I go to um, just looking at and writing down everything that I want now, everything that I'm grateful for, then everything that I, I want to achieve. But the things that I write down that I want to achieve, I write in first person. So I say that I uh, just thank you for my, million home in Malibu and my $20 million home in Miami um, that I've just bought. Thank you for my friends that just did X, Y, and Z. Thank you for the Ferrari. I just bought Ian X, Y, and Z, you know? And so that's the kind of start, uh, the start of my day. After that, you know, I'll, I'll get up and um, I'll uh, more, more often than not, you know, after I've cleaned up and stuff, I'll go to the gym, get a workout in and um, I'll work out for about an hour and a half. And after I've done that, I'll come back and that will be the first time that I actually open a laptop or open anything or check any emails or get back to any texts, et cetera. And then, you know, start my day with, you know, just setting down exactly what it is. But the night before, which is, I kind of linked the part of my, my morning ritual is that the night before I go to bed, I take like 30 minutes while I'm winding down to write down everything that I want to achieve the next day. And so I think it's really important because if you do that every day, you know, you might have a list that you want to accomplish for the week, but if you then sectify that and you write down everything you want to achieve for the next day, and then you, you know, you, you do that and you make sure you execute on that, you'll be so surprised at what you can achieve in a week, what you can achieve in a month, what you can achieve in a quarter, what you can achieve in a year. And you look back on yourself and you'll realize that you're becoming a whole new person because the vibration that your that your your frequency is on is attracting everything that you want in your life, and before you know it, you're where, you're exactly where you want to be. So that's that's kind of how I start my day and how I kind of move and and the things that allow me to to manifest and and really just kind of push forward in anything that I'm that I'm working towards. I resonate with that a lot. I I've recently realized that I don't like love going on vacations. Like I don't like just taking three days where I do nothing. I just get like anxiety about it. Cause I'm not moving the ball forward and in, in business or things like that. That's something I got to work on. Right. But I like doing something every single day that moves the needle, whether it's small or large, right? Just something. Yeah. Cause the, the time's going to go regardless. 
like in a year, you're going to be a year older and 365 days are going to have gone and you're going to be looking back and you're going to be saying, I did the thing I wanted to do or I didn't. So you might as well do it because the time's going to pass. There's a book I just recommend to everyone listening to this, which is um, a Morning Miracle by, by Hal Rod. Uh, sorry, Hal El Elrod. And it's, it's an amazing book where he basically just breaks down everything that you should get done before 8 a.m. in the morning and how that basically opens up your mind and helps you to vibrate on the frequency that gets you there. It's a, it's a blue cover for anyone that checks out on Amazon or anything like that. Um, but yeah, Morning, Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod is, yeah, it's a great book for, you, for anyone that's looking to get their morning routine going. I love that. And like the second half to that point is that I think that your, like your morning routine is, is amazing. Cause it's like Bob Proctor in a book, right? You're setting your intentions. You're being grateful. You're, you're filling your brain with good vibes and good energy so that if you encounter some negative Nancy, you can just push that shit away. But I like that you write what you're going to do the next day. Cause that's like an anxiety killer right there. Cause a lot of times people have anxiety cause they're pushing off things they know they should do. Right. But if you know what you have to do tomorrow, then in the morning you can relax because you know you've already thought about it. So you're not freaking out. You have a plan of attack and it allows you to just operate more effectively instead of just in chaos. Yeah. And, and eat the frog, bro. Like eat the, for anyone that doesn't know what eat the frog means, it basically means to tackle the biggest task first. Because often we're like, oh, this is going to be so difficult. Because at that rate, you know, I'm not going to say every day that I set out to do everything that I want to do, that I always get it done because I'd be lying to you. Sometimes things take longer than you originally planned or, you know, life comes up. And as a result of that, you're, you're forced to do X, Y, and Z. But if you eat the frog, if you tackle the most important thing of the day first, then it allows you to be in a place where even if you didn't get anything else done that day or that week, you tackled every single big thing that you needed to tackle that week. Now you just got the little things or the little things that you now have then become the biggest things for the, for the following week. And those big things are no longer big things because you already did the big things last week. So you know that those are little things. So it gives you the encouragement that you know, okay, I can tackle these things now and I can actually make this happen. And before you know it, if you was to tackle the biggest thing of the day, every single day for a whole month, 30 days, 31 days, that's 30 things that you've ticked off your list that you've got done that could be life-changing, that could really shift the needle for you. So eat the frog and get done the biggest thing or the most difficult thing first, because you're going to feel so much better about yourself and what you was able to achieve. And one thing I would say is going to the gym and working out already feels like you've achieved something every day. Even if I just like on a Sunday, which is my chill day, which is where I just kind of chill, watch football, relax, recoup, recover. Like I'll still go to the gym. And even if I just go to the gym, I feel like I accomplished so much that day because working out and how your body feels and also you know, scientifically, the endorphins that you release, the, the vibration that you release, the vibration, the energy that you, that you get put on is then attracting everything in your life that you're working towards, what you're trying to build. So work out every day, man, because you're going to thank yourself when you, when you get on and you want your body to move in a certain way and it doesn't because you didn't work out. You'll be sorry that you didn't work out that day. And the time that you didn't work out is going to be time that you're going to be using to mend those illnesses. So please, please, I encourage everyone, get that workout in. Yeah. And just being sore is the best feeling, you know, like that oh, feeling yeah. back when you're in like high school and you were competing <laughs> and, and you're the man, right? Like you're not D one, but you're a senior freaking gangster. And that feeling of just like getting a good game in and being sore and like, can't move your legs. Cause you squatted. You're like, hell yeah. Like boy, yeah. we're growing. Like I can sleep knowing that I'm going to be growing overnight. Cause my body's literally going to be healing into bigger muscles. It's crazy. 
and that that same that same analogy Ian, is the same with the mind things that you're doing things that you find difficult when you're in the gym when you're doing whatever it is that you're trying to do and it's difficult and it's hard and it's getting tough you get into a place where it's like yo this is so difficult for me right now and i, I can't actually uphold i can't do it but you can do it because you get it done and then when you're that sore you know you're recovering. So when you're stretching yourself in life and whatever task it is that you're trying to achieve, know that when it's difficult, you're growing. Just like those muscles are repairing, your mind is, your body is, your, your, your energy is. It's repairing and it's setting you up for the next thing. So stretch yourself because greatness is on, the, is on the edge of destruction. I have these, these, uh, these canvases literally above me right here. And like just things to remind myself. The first one is the best view comes from the hardest climb. The second one is hustle. It's a verb. It's the most important word ever. The next one is take the risk. The next one is execution. Stop talking and put in the work. The next one is smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. So what that means is when it's difficult, when those seas are, you know, crazy and those waves are huge that's what gets you ready that's what gets you prepared and the last one is talent it's a noun and it means nothing without hard work going back onto this thing i think there's also something that's really important and everyone needs to hear is just how much your life can change in 12 months like everything in your life can change in 12 months like everything especially in this world there's so many new trends you got these nfts the metaverse new opportunities like if you're surrounded with the right people and you put in the day to day, eventually you're going to find yourself at the right place at the right time. I don't like when people say like, I don't believe in luck. I believe in luck, but I believe you can create more chances to get lucky by doing the right things. There are so many things that can happen that can just transform your entire life so quickly. And I, I just think that itself is something that needs to be re-echoed in people's lives every single day to remind themselves like, look, Today could be that day that I find that dream person or I get the dream job or I get the new understanding to overcome those obstacles with building that business that I've been pushing off. So much can change in a year. And it's a very promising thought because wherever you're living, you can live somewhere else. So wherever you're, if you don't have a dog, you can have a dog next, you know, whatever, you're, whatever your dreams, you could just get it done in 12 months. And the most successful people, I mean, I'm thinking the Elon Musk's is they like figure out a way to do things in such short periods of time. And they don't have time to listen to anyone else that's not on the same page, you know? Yeah. I think even on that, like, first of all, yes, 100%. Your life can change in 12 months. Your life can change in a month, bro. Like, your life can change in a week. All it takes is that one phone call, that one email, that one whatever it is, that one meeting that, you, that, that takes place. But what happens is everything that you've been preparing before that is what allows that to take place. And um, I think what's really important about your life changing within 12 months, within a year is your expectancy and you expecting that to happen. I think it's really important that we expect manifestation. We expect these things to happen and these things to take place. And when we do, we invite them onto us because we're already, we're already saying that, you know, if I'm expecting someone to come, then it's not a surprise. It's, it's, it's almost actually, it's surprising if it doesn't. Like if you say, yo, yo, Jay, I want to come and check you next week. I'm gonna be there on Friday at 6 p.m. I'm now expecting you to knock my door Friday at 6 p.m. There's a different energy and vibration that takes place with me expecting you to come than me thinking, oh, is he even gonna come? Then when you don't knock the door, I'm pleasantly surprised. And then I'm like, oh, I thought you was coming to coming over. You didn't come over. What happened? Rather than, oh, like, oh, oh, you're here. What, what you know, there's a whole different energy to that. So when you expect something to happen, you're basically creating 
a, a field of energy, a field of vibration that that invites change, that invites amazing opportunities. I'll tell you a, a, a real quick antidote. You know, when I first moved to the US in 2016, I first came out on the uh, the um, the July July the 14th. It was the first trip I ever took out here to the US, and I ended up getting a manager. And off the back of getting my manager, literally six months later, I was then, um, I then booked my first ever Hollywood lead, which was a role in the, the first Purge. And then I ended up then shooting that movie on the 12th of July. So literally two days before uh, it had been a year that I'd been in the US, I had gone from, I'm just a Brit that is trying to step and try and get a foot into the acting industry in Hollywood to one year later, starring in my first Hollywood movie, literally one whole year, one whole cycle, one time around, around the earth, I was literally in a whole different position based on things that I put in place and expecting my life to change. And so after that, you can see the rest is history. You know, you, you, we, we, we've been about. And so, you know, that, that is just um, a, bit of, a bit of inspiration and encouragement to anyone that doesn't think that that could happen or doesn't know that that can happen. You can wake up one morning and so long as you're expecting it to wake up and whatever it is that you're waiting for, that you're wishing for will take place and will happen because you're putting in the work to get it done. You're expecting it to happen and you're waiting for it and you're grateful for everything that you currently have, which only invites more and more and more success. I wish I wish I was there for that moment when you actually you got that call and you're like, it all hits you. Like you're going to be the star in a, in a leading role and you just look at the boys. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> those moments are what we live for, you know, and you got to create those moments by having a goal worthy of an oh shit moment, right? Set a goal that if you got it, you would call up the boys and just be like, it's going, it, it's going down. And then that breakthrough just set you up for the future. And now you're on like, you're, first of all, you got an action figure of yourself. That's, that's, <laughs> that's level 10 gangsta. I love that. Love that that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing that's key is um, when you're when you're expecting these things to happen and you're and you're sitting on, you know, the opportunity that you have, it's about saying to yourself that it's going to happen. And often we, we find it difficult to because we don't believe it. Right. And I always say to my friends that the difference between believing and knowing is manifestation. I'll give you an example. I've got a bottle of water here. Right. I don't believe that if I take off this lid, if I empty this, that the water is going to come out. I don't believe that that's the case. I know that that's the case. So just in that fraction, in that analogy, we understand the difference between believing and knowing and the assurity that comes with knowing. So I often try and train myself and I have things in my life, in my mind that I believe versus things that I know. And I'm always trying to uh, get from the point of belief to know it and, and, you know, get over that transition period. Because if I transition from belief to knowing, I believe that that is where ma manifestation lies. And things that you can do in order to do that is by telling yourself things that we know to be the truth, but some of you might, might not know to be the truth and you might feel like it's a lie, but tell yourself as many times as it takes, because even if you tell yourself a lie, you start to believe it. Who took the cookies out of the cookie jar? I didn't do it, mom. I didn't do it. And then you start saying that so many times that you start to believe that you didn't take the cookies out of the cookie jar when you well and formally know that you took the cookies out of the cookie jar. But you said it so many times that you start to believe that lie. So why don't you lie to yourself so that you can start to believe your truth? 
because it's not a lie. It's just your brain telling you that it doesn't exist, that it's not real, that it's not true. But if you tell yourself enough times, you start to believe it to the point that you go from believing and then you go to the point of knowing because then you're going to start to see things manifest and see things start to pop up. And all of a sudden, everything that you feel that you believe, you're going to realize, actually, no, I know this in the same way that I know if I empty a bottle of water, gravity tells me that I know that the water is going to come out and it's going to hit the floor. Know your dreams, know your reality, know the things that you want as much and be as sure as you are that that water will flow and will drop in the same way that you know that you're going to drop and land whatever opportunity is that you want in your life. I love it. I mean, it's so much Dr. Joe Dispenza right there. I mean, that same message of just like rewiring and programming your brain to get rid of all those old habits. I like saw this Joe Rogan thing where he was just doing a doing a Joven Wade inspiration talk. And he was talking about how he is just who you are right now is not who you are like a minute ago. Like you are who you are now. You are not your past. Hopefully you can learn from your past, but you don't dwell on the past. Like literally you're existing today. And most people don't care what you've done in the past. They care about what you've done now because the world is always moving forward. And unfortunately, if you don't move forward, you're going to get left out. So it's like, how can you put yourself in a progress of always moving forward, which you've created a lifestyle of doing? Yeah, yeah, we have to, bro. Like that's, I always try and challenge myself. I'm going to do one three three new things a year and i'm going to do one big thing every year one new big thing every year whether it's launching a new company or you know creating a new app or booking a, a new role or whatever it is i'm gonna you know work hard at doing one big thing every year and two smaller things every single year and that's my challenge because you're right no one cares about what you did yesterday because yesterday is yesterday like today is today like you, you're only as good as your last game you use sports as an analogy like you get someone who like, all right, you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather, he might have won every single fight. The moment he lost one fight, the moment he loses one fight, he's no longer champ. He's no longer the best in the world. At that point, he's the second best in the world or the third best in the world. There's a new best in the world. So he has to maintain in every single fight, he has to be on top because it doesn't matter that he won 49. There's so many fighters that won their first 40 fights and then lost the next 10. We don't remember those guys in the same way because we're remembering what happened today. You're only as good as your last game. I love it. If you could go back, and this is something I always like to end off with anyone that comes on the damn good day show, is if you could go back. Damn good day show. Damn good day, damn good day. (laughs) If you could go back in time, right, and and you could have talked to a younger version of yourself, maybe like 18-year-old Joven um, who hasn't gotten into network marketing, who hasn't gotten into this world, and you could have said to yourself one, two, or maybe three things that would have saved you a ton of, time, money, heartache, headache. And one of the best answers is I wouldn't have said anything to myself because it made me who I am today. That's a great answer. But if you couldn't say that, what are maybe some things you would have told a younger you? I think I would have told myself, a younger version of me, I would have told myself to um, feel the fear and do it anyway. I think that that's one really important thing and factor for me. Often, you know, that's at times, I've, I've done, I try to execute and do that as much as I can, but there have been times where, okay, mm, that, I don't know how that's going to end up. So let me just try and divert to or do something else. And I would tell myself that just do it anyway, because it's always going to work out. Another thing I'd tell myself is um, the people that you surround yourself will be who you are. Because I think that, you know, there was often times where I believe my mindset or my vibration was so high or so strong that I was able to surround myself at times with people that 
weren't necessarily vibrating on the same level, whether it was people that I wanted to help or even friends that hadn't grown and built in the, in the way that I would have liked them to, that I then tried to help them with. And they do, and they did start brushing off on me. And I had to then retrain certain things and, and certain ways to get back certain mindsets and beliefs that I had because things were trickling in. And I'd have a thought and I'd be like, wait, where did that come from? I don't think like that. And I realized, oh, wow, that's, that came from him or that came from her. That was that actually infiltrated me, and um, you know, at the time I didn't realize that it would. I thought I was so strong mentally that that wouldn't have a have a um, uh, an influx on me, but it did. And um, I think the last thing that I would say to my my eighteen year old self: invest in crypto, because <laughs> <laughs> then you won't have to worry about anything else. Nope. But um, yeah, then you just have like, to learn about like how to be happy, like how to be like yeah. a rich happy person, which is a problem. <laughs> which is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it is a problem. Yeah. Be, be, learn how to be happy on my yacht, on my 50 foot yacht. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even categorizing that, it would be like, you know, to, um, to invest and to do, to, to, to do new things and don't follow the trends because what the trend is today might not be the trend tomorrow. And what isn't the trend today might very well be the trend tomorrow. So um, just do what you believe. And, and, and yeah, the worst thing that can happen is that you're in exactly the same situation that you're in right now. The best thing that can happen is that you change your life forever. So what are you going to pick? I know what I'm picking every single time. Joven Wade, everybody. There he is. His next Brother. house is going to be in Miami. You said it. I got to believe is in, it. It is indeed. It is indeed. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, man, Let's I appreciate go. so much. Again, uh, you're, this has just been fascinating. Being able to catch up with you for an hour is a gift, and I'm very thankful for it. I'm thankful for our friendship and appreciate the time, and, and this is going to be an awesome episode. Likewise, bro. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everyone that's listened. And it's a damn good day. Let's go. Talking anytime, brother. So appreciate you. Love you, brother. Always and forever. Have fun, man. Peace and love. Thank you for listening to another episode. Remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.